do we want to do anything special for the one year anniversary? Uh, like a start? Yeah. Are you are you actually is it on? Yeah. Oh, is it recording? Yeah. Oh, I thought I didn't think you started it because your laptop's over there. Well, you know about my telekinetic abilities, right? Yeah, I, thought I can you like blinked your eyes. And, yeah, I can, well, uh, my magical powers. Yeah. It just I blinked and it all started. Oh. Yeah. All right. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy, 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 happy anniversary, happy, 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 happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Pat. This is our one year of podcasting. It's the one year anniversary of the release of our first, first episode. episode of Never Not Talking, which is December 13th, 2022. Yeah. Yep. Welcome to Never Not Talking, the podcast where we're always talking. About everything. And nothing. And anything. And everything. We'll talk about anything. And nothing. <laughs> For extended periods of time. <laughs> so Until we're tired and we need to hit uh, the stop button. That's exactly what the process is. Yeah. If anybody wonder what the process is, yeah, we basically com- just come. I come over, we we talk, and then it's like, and then when you start to look tired, I go, "Are you are you getting tired?" I'm dozing off. Yeah, on the mic. yeah. <laughs> Once you hear my head hitting the mic like that, it's time to stop. Yeah. So I have a whole list of stuff I want to talk about. Yeah. However, let's talk about our anniversary first. Yes. So do you want to, do you think we should go through, excuse me, do you think we should go through some type of reflection, like looking back on, we've been podcasting for a whole year. Yeah. How does, what do you think about that? How does it make you feel? It's been fun. It's been hard. It's been time consuming. Uh, It's been a blast though, for sure. It's been fun. You wished you had more time for it. Mm Mm-hmm. For me, it was great because I was looking for an outlet so I could stop driving people crazy. And <laughs> Did that I, work? Well, it, I definitely feel like it's an outlet and I think I've done less confrontational things. I haven't done like zero confrontational things. Right. But less. Yeah. So for me, I feel like it's fulfilling the purpose that I wanted it to do. I also wish I could put more time into it. And that I know editing, I, man. That editing is hard. Worst. It's so long. That's why nobody wants to do it. Yeah. That's so why that, you have to pay other people to do it. So that's why we made a decision a couple of weeks ago. Well, at the start of season two to say, let's try to just talk, watch what we say, and don't edit a thing. Just just post it. Just upload it. Maybe, maybe you know, add the theme song, cut a couple of fuse here and there. <laughs> but we never cut. No, we don't cut the we really Yeah, but yeah, so we're we're trying. We're gonna give that a go, maybe. Um, we're still looking for those volunteers. Yeah, if there's an unpaid intern who'd like to uh, edit our episodes or be our social media manager too. That's oh, hard. that would be great if somebody looked after the social media. Yeah, yeah even social media is hard, man. It, and God. it should be easier for you. You're a millennial, but it's it's. I freaking hate it. My thing oh. is, I don't know how to do it really well, and it's time consuming, and I'm not really interested in spending that much time on my phone anyway I've, see i've never considered myself an influencer like a social media influencer or a, so, a content creator I, oh. I hate i hate those terms um why i don't know influencer i'm trying to influence oh. people and brainwash mm. people i don't know it just sounds funny to me content creator um, sounds better though okay you're just content na- creator sounds good like photographer creates content that's fine like an artist creates content that's fine too right. you know what i mean but but to someone who like, I don't know, if, like there's people whose entire TikTok accounts is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this, but they go on TikTok live and they just like stand there and they act like a, do you know what an NPC is in a video game? Yes, I do. Yeah. It's a um, something character. Non-playable character. Yes. Yeah. They're the extras in the game that just kind of like walk around but you can't control them yeah my kids explained that to me so they'll go on tiktok and they have like a million followers and they just act they just say the same word over and over again for hours 
and people okay, are like, no, you're making, them, that, you're making that I'm up. I'm not making that up. There's, they get, make money. They make money okay, Pat, by doing that. They dress I, up like skanks and they're just like, I, there's, there's, there's actually a meme because someone was, there's a certain word somebody was saying. I, I, I have seen on TikTok videos of people pretending they're an NPC, like, that's their little TikTok videos, like they're imitating an NPC. Oh, they're walking around and handing out quests. Yeah, those are funny. That's good content. Okay, but but actually people... I don't understand what you're saying. They're just saying a word. Yeah, they're just they're they're, they're dressed like in pink, um, like a Barbie, Barbie like nightgown, and they're just like hands up, hands up, hands up. Hands up, and then like that's all they say. Okay, are they up, are they up. spectacularly attractive no, people? No, no. Okay, not even. Um. Okay, that. that I will. Okay, next. How time. much money do you think somebody could actually make doing that? Because that Oof. that seems. It's it's a I don't know. Okay. The world is a fucked up place. Anyways, back <laughs> to like being a, like a social influencer. You mentioned you asked me earlier about um, my experiences a couple weeks ago, where I was asked to be a social influencer for the city of Moncton. What? Okay. Well, <laughs> I think you have to back up. Back it up because yeah. I feel like. Okay, go. You go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I've been doing photography lately. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that, Pat, because you are very talented. Well, thank Excuse you. Excuse me, you're a very talented photographer, and I I think it's great that you're getting back into it. Well, thank you. And uh, so I'm, I'm starting getting back into it, and I saw a post a couple weeks ago from, actually it was about a month ago, from uh, the Moncton Foodies, or sorry, Hub City Foodies account. I don't know if you follow them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Jason, he makes some good videos and some uh, some good content. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he was looking for uh, content creators, uh, influencers around Moncton, local people, to go on this bus tour around Moncton uh, to all these local businesses and um, basically, you know, do their social influencer media magic at each local business and like for one night only. Oh, as a way to sort of like it's promote. like uh, the the samples at Costco. It's a way to promote yeah. your your abilities. But in reverse, we're going to them instead of them coming to us. Or yeah. Whatever. So oh. so I, I I messaged them. I said, "Hey, I'm on board." So it was basically uh, we were like 30 influencers around Moncton, people I've never met. Um, one of them is actually uh, a guy I follow on TikTok. I didn't even know he was it lives in Moncton, um, but he goes by Chef Thompson. Oh, he uh, basically he's a he's a cook over at um, oh what's that place called? Give me something. You got to give me uh, something. I want to say Pine and something. It's in a review. The the Pine, the Pine. Not the Homestead. No, no. the Pine. <sighs> oh, do you want me to Google on my phone? <sighs> I gotta look it up. It's it's uh they're also a wedding venue. A wedding venue. I feel so embarrassed for not knowing this since I'm in the wedding business. Spruce and Iron oh, at I've the ne- Moncton Golf Club. Oh, I've never heard yeah. of that, but that's a great name. Yeah, but he's so he's a he's a chef at the Spruce and Iron Golf and Country Club, and um, he has like a GoPro on his chest, and he shows him cooking. Vid- he has cooking videos, and he has like over a million followers on TikTok. So. Super cool. I get them. I got to meet him, and I got to meet a lot of people around Moncton who are uh, business owners and social media influencers. Um, and we hit up about fifteen different local businesses. So we went to like the Happy Craft Brewery, went to uh, Gifts Galore, the Vibe Juicery, Cafe La Mirale, um, Comic Hunter. Oh, Mike's Bike Shop. Mike's Bike Shop. So did yeah. you meet Rick Snyder? I did. I did yeah. actually. Yeah. Do you do you know that I know Rick Snyder from Mike's Bike Shop? I did not know that. Yeah, I've known him since I was fifteen years old. Really? Yes. <laughs> the requirements of going on this bus tour, which was super fun, was that we had to post two Instagram stories live ba- on location per business, and one static post at the end of the night after the whole thing. Okay. Holy fuck. I I hate social media. 
you hate working in social I hate, media like this, I like hate the cre- apps and yeah, stuff. Yeah, create the post. I was so sw- like I was like nervous looking at my phone trying to type. How do I type something witty? What what picture do I take? What video do I take to like exp- make this business look legit? And it's just like, oh my god, it was so <laughs> mentally draining for me because I I, I, I now like in being that on my circumstance phone. though you were doing it. In a time crunch. Time it's crunch, like, okay, yeah. I'm at this business and I have to think of something snappy about this dot. business. Right. Yeah. Which is maybe some part of content creation, but not all of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah. What did you learn from that experience in relation to our podcast? Like, did you figure out why we haven't blown up more than I think we should have? <laughs> oh, I didn't learn that. No. Like, did you learn... Well, okay, you know first of all, s- all these people who who were there, most yeah. of them were very good social media people Damn. who knew snappy shit, who did the whole, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like the that's smiles a big part of and like the hugging, the, the big, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like they had that, that personality. I don't have that personality. I'm not the type of person to pose in front of a business and be like, come up with a snappy yeah. a thing. So definitely that's one thing. <laughs> because I that makes sense, Pat, because I, when I run into people that I know, I'm like, oh, my God, are you listening to my podcast? And so many people say, you have a podcast? And I'm like, how could you miss it? Like, my Facebook friends are going to unfriend me. They're so fed up about hearing about my podcast. Right. But do because we don't post every single day, because we're not all over TikTok and Instagram and whatever, and now, like, we never hit Twitter or thread. Whatever oh, it is now. Twitter. Fuck Twitter. No well, one's like going on can. Twitter. We I can. don't even know what Thread is, but I keep right. getting notifications from Instagram. You need your friends want to talk to you on Thread. I right. don't even know what that is. Yeah. No. Get out I of know. My, now get out that's of my why I could okay. When when I asked for the volunteers, I know people thought I was ridiculous. I get it. I get it hundred percent. But you could have a teenage kid. Like you have two stepdaughters, Pat. Yeah. Okay. Who is they like love social media. They're obsessed with social media. They're always on their phone. And as their parent, you're like, oh my God. Well, why not let them hang out with us a little bit and run our social media? At least they're doing it for a, a productive outlet. And wouldn't it be an opportunity? Like, because these kids are thinking to themselves, I'm going to be the next, you know, when I'm 18 and my parents can't tell me what to do anymore, 19, because we're in the province of New Brunswick. But when I'm 19 and my parents can't tell me what to do anymore, I'm going to be a social media influencer, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of kids think this. I mean, they, well, they, here's a chance to test it out and see if you can actually do it. You might not be very good at it and you should go to university. But they already have their Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts that they can run themselves. Like they're already running stuff themselves. Yeah, but their here's parents just- won't let them go viral. So here's a chance for you to understand right. what type of content, how like how that works with no risk to yourself and no risk to your parents and your future. And either you are going to be good at it and then you'll know the right things to take in university or you're not going to be good at it and you'll learn that this wasn't for you. So we should just give them our account info and say like, here, post some memes and hope that hope that one of them takes off. You mean live on the air or to the specific kid that's oh, coming? Oh, no, to-, to like the Instagram and, and Facebook. Here's our login information for Instagram. Go post pictures and videos of random shit just to hope that – that what we're thinking? No, but what the hell did you just say? What do you mean? Did I just speak to millennial for you? No, but <laughs> – first of all, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And second of all – has anybody ever done that? Because well, there's would t- we be the originators? You can log in. But then what if people like put like Nazi swastikas or whatever? Oh, no, we no, could no, take no. it down. We, we would. No, no, We would just get the login info to like people we know. It wouldn't like go to everybody. It wouldn't be. Oh, you mean don't everybody. say it live on the air. Yeah, we wouldn't say it live on the air. We oh. just give it to, to the couple, you know, the, you said, like you said, the kids, the adolescents who want to play with social media. We give it to them and say, here, post some memes go nuts okay because there's a bunch of meme accounts out there that people are posting say, stuff i have to write this down pat so we don't forget it's like we're fucking recording it <laughs> <laughs> okay danielle here's your note should run our social media talk to that kid <laughs> think about that for a minute yeah no no think about the other thing oh which other thing if the entire world could log into your account and post whatever oh, they that's, want that's a disaster waiting to happen oh, okay i want to do that i feel like that's an original idea 
it's it, that's a Nazi swastika waiting to happen. Oh, right okay, yeah. all right. That's uh, like hand-drawn penises on oh. an Instagram app waiting to happen. Oh, yeah, I that, went right happen. to Nazi swastika, but that is not necessarily the worst option in this scenario. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Did you at least advertise our podcast? I didn't. <laughs> I actually, well, I did say, I, the people I was talking to, I did say we had a podcast. Okay. But I didn't, like, go to, like, the business owners. And oh, say, okay. I didn't, okay. like, give out business cards either of the podcast. I yeah. should have brought podcasts business cards too mm-hmm. but yeah. the people that i've met who like i friended on facebook and instagram now they're seeing our podcast uh advert like our you know the posts that i send out so okay and i invited them to listen so hopefully they're listening too okay okay that's cool yeah okay i'll have to say when i saw your post the first thing i thought was oh that's really cool i can't wait to hear all about that and then i was like why didn't Pat ask me? I was actually. I, I would was, not want to do. Oh my god! This. I was thinking about you the whole time. It's just my like, terrible FOMO. I was thinking about you the whole time, thinking you would have to write two Instagram stories per location. I don't That's, even know how to write an Instagram story. And you have to. Not only that is you had to tag. So you had to tag the business you're at. <laughs> so like you know you tag okay. gifts galore. That's fine. Because you're tagging the business you're at. That, that's the advertisement. Okay. But then they also wanted you to tag Downtown Moncton, Destination Dieppe Moncton, The Hub City Foodies, Pickle Planet Moncton, and... Um, you need a macro for that. The, com- the Commerce, the City, the Chamber, Chamber of Commerce. Commerce. Yeah. You need a so, button that'll just make all those instead of... Because that's a lot. So you had to tag the business plus five other accounts. Then you had to add two hashtags... Leverage in local GMA, and then the hashtag of um, of uh, gifted sponsor or gifted experience, because I guess we were getting some free stuff from okay. from these places, some of these places. Yeah. So it was like five, six, seven, eight things we had to add to this post, and he had to tag those places so that they get a notification, and then they share your post, and then everybody's sharing each other's posts. That was the idea, right? But holy fuck, you can't just copy paste the list of people onto these things because it won't actually tag them. It'll yes, just... I learned that from our Facebook page. So half halfway through the, the experience, I realized I'm it... not actually tagging anybody because I'm copy pasting everything in. So then did you have to go back and fix everything? I redid a couple of them. But I, no one, everybody was like, yeah, this was kind of a disaster. Um, well, it wasn't a disaster. Well, they learned a just, lot. We learned a lot. Yeah, especially the whole posting it live. Because you're only getting a 24-hour window. Mm-hmm. But you're getting a 24-hour window with 30 people. It was like 700 stories in total. Whereas if everybody had a different day, like I post mine on Saturday, you post yours right. on Sunday, then you're getting fucking seven days worth of stories that are constantly going. And that you would have be time, worth more. Yeah, you have time to build your stories and you're not sweating on the spot like I am because I'm a social media noob. Do you know what I got out of that explanation, Pat? Because... What you just said started with me saying, I wondered why you didn't ask me to go. Yeah. And you replied with, oh, my God, I was thinking about you, blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> I got out of that. Oh, I was thinking about you and you could never have done this because you're way I, too old. <laughs> I couldn't do it, though. I mean, you're absolutely right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but I couldn't even do it. Like, I was like, I was fucking having trouble. You're trying to say if your 33-year-old ass couldn't do it, there's no way my old 51-year-old ass was yeah. going to do it. If I mean, you could do it if you had time. If you had a couple days. They want to do another one in March or May or I don't... In the spring, they want to do another one. I'll, I'll bring you in on that one. You just need to take pictures with your phone and not just don't post them right away. You'll figure that out. I'll give you a week to post them. <laughs> I get like a handicap in golf. Yeah, I should. That's what I should have got. <laughs> Before we get off the topic of the city of Moncton. Yeah. I just want to say something topical and local. (laughs) My husband told me just this week they're doing a massive renovation on St. George Street because they have to dig up the entire street and replace the pipes. Like one of those big jobs where like the sections of the street are dug out. Like, you know what I mean? Which part of St. George? I don't know about that part. While that's happening... Obviously, there's going to be a huge kerfuffle because St. George Street is dug up. But when it's finished, they're not putting the parking spaces back. Really? Yeah. And I I said to my husband, because our mayor of Moncton, Don Arnold, 
fascinates me because I don't understand. It's like she has an obsession with getting rid of all the parking spaces in the city. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it's like, I said to my husband, I wonder if she read an article and it said, these are the things, you know, these are the 10 things successful cities do. And one of them was like no parking spaces. And she's like, okay, I know that our problems are mental health, drug and alcohol addiction, homelessness, and poverty, but I'm not going to touch I'm going to hit the parking I'm going to hit the parking spaces, and this is going to zoom <laughs> us into, like, best city. It's like, what is going on? You, so I, I, I half agree that, like, walkable cities are the best cities. Yes. Walkable and bikeable cities. But, it, like, you have to still have parking. Yes. Like an underground, 10-story deep parking. Because when we went, we went to Montreal to see Pink. Yeah. Uh, a month ago, yeah, awesome concert by the way. But That'd the parking experience. downtown Montreal, oh, we no had to go down six much. floors to get to get to a parking spot. So you are right. Walkable, bikeable cities are fantastic, but you have to do a lot more than taking away the parking yes. spaces yes. to make it a successful walkable, bikeable. You need city. to replace the parking spaces with other parking spaces. It's like yeah. she's putting the cart before the horse. Like we're getting rid of the parking, but there's no infrastructure to support no parking. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I do see that. They, it's it's downtown is it can be rough sometimes. <laughs> and that's part that's that's terrible, but part of me said, Are they doing this project on Saint George because it'll displace the unhoused population and then they think that's gonna clean it up and it's like these people have to go somewhere. If you move them off Saint George Street, they don't just disappear into the ether. Well the the parking spots they're not sleeping in parking spots. No, <laughs> no, but having it dug up for so long, because it's gonna be it'll have to be closed and yeah. is there anything else you want to talk about or do you want me to start my list? I want you to start your list. Okay, yeah. are you ready? Yeah. Number one, we're gonna talk a little bit more about Toto Toilets. Da 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 a little more right you say planes down in africa yeah what's down in africa the rains not the planes oh the rains the rains down in africa oh it's raining i figured it was planes because it was very deserty there's it's raining is it raining yeah it's deserty and it's raining but what do you mean there's Planes. Plane, you're flying over the desert. No, no, no. P L A I N S. Oh, the like, plains, like the plains of Saskatchewan. Exactly. The prairies. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Prairies and plains. Yeah. Well, just like one it's that type of landscape, right? You okay. know, the vast fields. Okay. So there's a show that I've been watching on TV called Based on a True Story. Okay. And it it's, is it's based on a true story. I'm watching it on the. T- <laughs> No, is it though? Is it though? Oh, you're serious? Uh, yeah. I feel like this is a who's on first thing. Um, no, it's not based on a true story. I mean, it's okay. I can't do that. Do you? Do you have your answer? If it's based on a true story, it's not. Is there an ant? What are you talking about? Do I have my answer? I don't have my answer. Well, was your question okay? <laughs> it's got a, It's got a, It's on the W network, which is a bit of a red flag, but it's got a big cast and it's 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 a good it's fine it's very entertaining it's a good tv show that kaylee coco from uh you remember her from the big bang theory it's fictional fictional and the events series are made up yeah it's not real <sighs> okay go ahead the name kaylee of coco? it is yeah and uh chris messina okay i'm looking at pictures yeah um anyhow i don't know if I don't know what the deal is with this series, but they talk about Toto toilets in every episode. Okay. I don't know if they're sponsored by Toto or what's going on, but I wanted to make the point because the Toto, to- okay, Toto is a big company and they sell a lot of toilets from Buy normal Toto toilets, normal everyday <laughs> toilets to those fancy $5,000 toilets that spray water on your ass and heat the seat and there's a blow dryer and all that stuff. Well, the Toto toilets in this TV show are the $5,000 fancy ones, right? And I wanted to make the point that those are not the toilets I have in my house. I have four Toto toilets. None of them blow air up my ass or are heated. The reason we purchased Toto toilets, even though they 
look like a regular look and function like a standard toilet is because they're known to be unpluggable. Mm -hmm. That's their claim to fame. But they make some really fancy toilets. And I wanted to ask you. Okay. I don't know where you're going with this. I know you don't. I do, though. Have you ever experienced one of the fancy toilets? We have a bidet at home. A separate bidet? No, no. It's like you the one you on, attach. Okay. Yeah, the one attaches to a toilet. Okay. Yeah, the thirty dollar Amazon ones. I went when I went to Thunder Bay last year. Yeah. My friend had that in her house too. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. What are your thoughts on this thing? It's fucking magical. I don't agree. No. Okay. Did you try it? Yeah. Did you keep trying it? She made me try it. I used it for a week. Okay. So at first, my thought was, I'm never gonna fucking use this. First of all, it's cold water. Yes, right? Second of all, it's unsanitary. Like, it's, how close, it, it's how, close to the bowl. But it's the same water coming from the sink. Oh, yeah. So how it's is it the same. The water, the water is coming from the sink, but the nozzle is close to the bowl, isn't it? Oh, so you think there might be bacteria all around the nozzle? So when the water yes. comes out, it's like spooshing bacteria up your ass? Exactly, yeah. Um. But then I started using it, and oh, my God, it's so nice. Okay. Yeah. So. It's, it's just like a colon cleanser. <laughs> Okay, you've never had a colonoscopy, and it is nothing like colonics or I a colonoscopy. Not. No, I have not. You would be very surprised if you went in thinking that was gonna ha- <laughs> that's what was going to happen. I I like the idea of water. Don't get me wrong. And interestingly enough, a lot of other places in the world don't use toilet paper the way they do, and they think the fact that we go to the bathroom without water to splash on our nether parts is disgusting. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I like the water. I don't like that it's cold. Mm-hmm. And my other beef... Wakes you up, though. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I don't like about it is it makes it harder to clean the toilet because it's this extra apparatus. Oh, there's a nozzle. So there's like the more, and it's like it clips on to the seat, which is like, I don't know, it's got clasps. Or so. It's just like more areas for gross to go. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm that's but obviously that's not the maybe toto is different because it's like built in i don't know it's those i don't know me it's i find anything nowadays that's good to look at like aesthetically beautiful and high functioning is in a lot of cases over engineered and hard to clean yeah and me it's all about cleaning how how can i how hard is it going to be to clean yeah so that's why I didn't come home from Thunder Bay and buy one on Amazon for $30. Speaking of cleaning, we bought a, it's a vacuum mop from Amazon. So it vacuums. I can't believe you're saying this. And it rolls and it like cleans the floor and, and vac, clean, it mops and vacuums at the same time. And it actually, it's really easy to clean. Uh-huh. You just got to clean it after each use because if you don't, it's going to get, it gets super gross. But uh, yeah. It comes all apart. The roll, it's like a paint roller. It's like a paint roller that rolls and cleans up the stuff and sucks up the stuff and sprays the cleaner. The it's next, so good because we can just easily grab it and like walk around and boom. The next item on my list after Toto Toilets yeah. is vacuum cleaners. Nice. It's like I'm a psychic. It's unbelievable. And one of the things we're going to talk about in the section of vacuum cleaners is my Bissell Crosswave. Oh. Is that the brand you bought? No, it's a Tineco. Tineco. Okay. So the Bissell Crosswave, Crosswave is the same idea. It vacuums and mops at the same time. Yeah. How you... would this come onto your list for our anniversary episode? Oh, that's such a great question. Yeah, because like, I, I just started talking about a mop randomly and you're like... I guess if you were going to give me a gift for our anniversary, I would want a vacuum cleaner. Is that why? Maybe. So... Here's the thing about vacuum cleaners. I have an obsession with vacuum cleaners and I vacuum obsessively excessively. Okay. Okay. So I over vacuum. It's gotten a lot better now that the kids have moved out. Like when the kids were home from the time and before I had kids, it wasn't as bad. So from the time I had kids living with me, I vacuumed at least once a day, 365 days a year. Once a day? At least. Fuck, a lot man. of times twice and we didn't have any pets do you like it 
Yes. Do you, would you go to other people's houses and vacuum? No. Okay. Well, I don't know. It depends what else you threw in there. We'd have to negotiate terms. What I like about vacuuming is, well, it's like ties into OCD and all this kind of stuff. You can control it. You vacuum the area. You pick up the dirt. It is clean. You see it being picked up. Oh, don't you yeah. love to hear things? Oh, yeah. Pick it up. Then you feel yeah. like, yeah, it's worth it. It's, it's, it's like when you're vacuuming, as often as I vacuum, you don't often hear it picking things up. And it's so satisfying when it does. How many vacuum cleaners do you think I own currently? I'm going to say it's one more than us, which is five. So six. I think you have six. You guys have five? Yeah. I have five, but I have two houses. Oh, fuck. Is, is it because you have so many pets? Yes. Yeah, well, we have a shop vac. We got a regular vacuum. We, we have the, the mop vac. We have like a handheld vacuum we just bought. And then there was... Do you have a stick vac? And a robot vac. The stick oh, vac the ro- is, the, is the handheld okay. one. And the robot vacuum. But the robot vacuum hasn't been plugged in a while. Okay. It clogs up so quick. It sucks up a sock. Oh, yeah. Did you see the new commercials? They're try- they've are they've seemed to fix some of the pet vomit issues oh like it won't suck up your pet's poo or vomit anymore because it used to suck oh. that up and then redistribute it off yeah rubs, <laughs> rubs all over the floor right yeah, yeah okay i thought you were going to be blown away by the number of vacuum cleaners that i have oh, no, because we have just as much you're you guys so actually th- it might even be six for us if you count the one we bought for the trailer that's in the basement so <laughs> you don't think i'm crazy no no do oh, other God, people we have how many pets come on does that mean i'm crazy because i have no pets and i still have five vacuum cleaners it does okay so do you remember one of our first episodes here's the anniversary tie-in okay episode like one and two you told me about each of your pets and their personalities yes which i enjoyed thoroughly yeah i am going to tell you about each one of my vacuum cleaners they each have personalities did you give them names I didn't. Okay. Well, now's the time. Okay. So I'm a Dyson gal. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of talk about Dyson, and there's another big vacuum cleaner brand, Miele. Oh, yeah. We mm-hmm. have a Miele. Mm-hmm. Miel. I, I, I call it Miel. Like it's honey. Italian. It's Italian? It, it's I thought the, it was French for honey. Miel. No, the, the other E on the end. Yeah. And, uh, I they, thought that was for aesthetic. I think they pronounce it Miele. And it's... um. It's the Ferrari of vacuum cleaners. Oh, it's so awesome! Yeah, it's it's like the vacuum your mom had when the night in the nineties. Oh, it's like the vacuum your mom had in the forties or sixties. It and that still works today. How old do you think I am? I was born in nineteen seventy-two. That was my mom. Oh, you know what my mom yeah, had? Yeah, but she were filter queen in the nineties-ish. Do you know what filter queen is? No, is it the great? Is it like that tan one that's huge? nozzle i don't know filter queen oh this is going to be fantastic this is like back to the 80s now filter queen was door-to-door vacuum salespeople. they used to come to your house and have give a demonstration it was the most exciting thing ever they would put a pillow in a garbage bag and reverse the vacuum and shrink the pillow and the garbage bag down to the size of a football really there are people out there listening to the podcast that are the same age as me that remember the excitement and wonder of the Filter Queen vacuum sales people coming over to do a demonstration in your house. Okay. It was, for the time, an extremely expensive vacuum. Like, price point, it was like the Dyson and Miele of the time. Uh-huh. However, it was a fantastic product. Like, my parents bought their Filter Queen vacuum and it came... Like, of course, it had it was a canister and it had all kinds of hoses and attachments. And it came in a leather trunk that became part of your house's furniture. <laughs> it was like leather and it had little like buttons on it. You could climb on it and the lid lifted and the vacuum cleaner and all the coordinating parts were inside. And now I'm just putting this together. Clearly, my mother was obsessive about vacuums and I've inherited this. So so we bought this Filter Queen vacuum cleaner in 1972 or three and my parents got rid of it in 2012 and it was still working 
<laughs> they were still keeping it to clean out their car. Like they, they got new vac. They were still using it. Never lost suction. Yeah. Sucks. Okay. <laughs> so Dyson, I have a little Dyson, what I call the little Dyson, which is a canister vac Dyson. And then I have a big Dyson, which is an upright that I use for carpet. So one I use for floor and one I use for carpet, even though they're both used for both. And what I have to say about Dyson, here's the thing. It is a good product. It does have good suction. I feel like it was a scientist or an engineer and he was like, I'm gonna build the best vacuum cleaner ever. And he did. And when it first came out, it was, but then they weren't making enough money. So they fucked around with it. And it's not as good as the original mm -hmm. one. Well, you know what? You know, Dyson isn't a vacuum company. It's a it's an air suction company. Yes. Or it's an air. So because like they make fans, they make hair blowers, yep. hair dryers, and they make the vacuums. And then there's what else? But it's like basically their 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 company is to take air and push it or suck it. But that's their move, whole thing. Move the air in or out. Yeah. Oh, clean the air too because there's oh, yeah. they have filtration system. The third vacuum I have in my house is the Shark Robot Vacuum. We did name him. He's got a huge personality. I talk to him all the time. His name is Jarvis. Oh, I've, we're, I've heard of him before. We're yeah. um, Marvel people. I never wanted a robot vacuum. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then one, one day I was taking my block rocker. Do you know what my block rocker is? My disco light party music machine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It needed uh, to be repaired. So I took it to BJW Electronics. Shout out to BJW Electronics, who's been in an electronics repair store in Moncton. I was taking ghetto blasters there in, 19, in the 1980s. Okay, they've been around a long time. Anyway, so I got the block rocker in there for repair, and I get to talking with the guy that was working there. And we started talking about robot vacuums. And I said, oh, I, it's not my jam. I need the control of vacuuming. Like, I, I'm crazy about vacuuming. You don't understand. I'm obsessive about vacuuming. He's like, oh, I totally get you. My wife, she's obsessive about vacuuming. I'm like, well, she can't be as obsessive as I am. Oh, yeah, she is. She's worse. And he starts explaining to me why she loves the robot vacuum. Because it has these little, like, um, brushy leg things. And they... The, these paddles that spin the brushes around and the brushes go underneath your baseboards. So with oh. a normal vacuum, you can only get like up to and not quite to because there's a space. But these, and he goes, you wouldn't believe the dirt that comes out from under your baseboards. And I went, holy shit, I've never thought of that. Now I got to vacuum all the baseboards. Oh my God. So I said to my husband, Christmas this year, I want a robot vacuum. And I got it. And I do adore Jarvis. I mean, he doesn't follow directions at all. He doesn't listen very well. But, I mean, he's he's cute and, you know, he's lovable. But the robot vacuum was a mistake. I should have gotten a stick vacuum. Hmm. How do you feel about your robot vacuum? I don't even think it's plugged in anymore. Because it would get... It, we'd start it, and it was great at first. But then it would just always... Like, kids would leave socks lying around or... And it literally, would literally anything would clog it, right? The hair, hair ties. That was the thing. Like, I felt like to use Jarvis, and I, I went through this experience where I went all around the house, and I put the extent, the plugs for lamps and stuff up off the floor so that he, like, I made it so that he couldn't get stuck on anything. Mm -hmm. But it meant before you ran him, you had to go around. It's like when the you kids are home, check. Yeah. there's pillows on the floor, and there's... And then Christmas, what the hell do you do with the tree skirt? He got oh, really yeah. fucked up with that. So, and the thing about a vacuum cleaner is, you know, I've got like the need to do like quickie, quickie vacuum, just quick areas. The robot vacuum wasn't good for that. If you don't let it do its whole thing all the time, right? right? Yeah, you need it on a schedule for it to go when you're sleeping or something. And then it's actually, like you're wasting all this time in the living room. I need you to get the crumbs in the kitchen yes, off the floor, yes, right? Yes, you get it. Yeah. I totally get it. So that's my opinion on robot vacuums. And I should have gotten a stick vacuum, but I couldn't tell my husband I don't like the very expensive robot vacuum you bought for me for Christmas that I asked for specifically. Mm. So I got to wait and then at the cottage, I have a cheap Kenmore canister vacuum. 
and it sucks. It fucking sucks. It sucks in a good way. Oh no, right. It's it blows. It blows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not recommending that product at all. We bought it because it was cheap. And then he found the Bissell Crosswave. Mm-hmm. Because at the cottage I have to wash the floors, whereas at home I have help with that. So he goes because he sees me like vacuum and then mop. And he's like, this does it in one thing. Yeah. Right? And to you your point, it. Pat, filter, super easy to clean because yeah. I do not like filters. This one's very easy to I have very, very, very high marks for the Bissell Crosswave. It's a very well-priced product and I don't use it the way it's intended. What do you mean? Well, I like the filter. Because you use it at the cottage, you mean? And you're no, I only, so I vacuum the floors first with a regular vacuum and then I mop the floors with the Bissell okay. Crosswave. We do that sometimes when there's a lot of dog hair right. that we need to pick up first, but sometimes, like, sometimes it's just like, this corner is annoying me. I need to vacuum. I need to vacuum. Spot cleaning. Yeah, yeah, I need to vacuum. Yeah, spot clean it. Uh, because uh, I don't know about yours, but ours doesn't do carpets or rugs. No, mine does. It does? Okay. Yep. Ours only does hard floors. So it's like we still need to take out the vacuum to do the, the rugs and the carpets. So, some, but yeah, it's the spot cleaning. The kitchen, you- especially like in the summer, we're in and out of... The, the the yard work well you know and the dogs are bringing in mud and exactly yeah, yeah. to do the kitchen floors so you and i are both in agreement about the combo vacuum mop that it's a good product yeah we haven't talked about central vac do you have any experience with central vac i hate central vac i have never uh, owned it or used it and i don't want it i've i've never owned it my uh my ex's parents had it but that long, like, struggling that around that long-ass hose. tube. Yeah, the tube was so heavy. Over for some shoulder. reason. Yeah, and then you had to plug it in, and then, like, you're tripping over tubes. It didn't work out. I didn't like that. I thought it was stupid. I So we've built houses from scratch multiple times. I've never had central vac in them. But there is that thing where you can have that vent on the kick plate oh, of your yes, kitchen cupboard yes. where you sweep, you sweep things up it to in. it. That yeah. could be okay. Yeah, we've seen those in action. Those are cool. Okay. Yeah. You wow. almost need that throughout the house. All the baseboards need that little vent that just sucks air. Oh, in every room. <laughs> like all the baseboards. Wow. Like have no baseboards. Like have just tubes that suck it. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. So if our listeners are thinking, why does Danielle vacuum the floors first and then use the machine that is a vacuum to mop the floors? It is, it's partly because I'm crazy no, maybe it's all the way because I'm crazy. Because I don't like the filter to be too dirty when I clean it out. So if you vacuum for, vacuum first, right, then the filter's right. very clean. It's true. It's true. Because when I do the vacuum mop, it's full of dog hair. Right. And then sometimes it picks up like stupid shit, like hair ties, obviously. Or a twist tie. Or, yeah. yeah. So like you're trying to pour that into the sink or the toilet. And it's like, oh, I just got to use your fingers now to cl- take that out. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I get you. When the kids were home and I was vacuuming once a day, sometimes twice a day. The whole house? Or like just like the living room and dining room or something like definitely that? Definitely most of the house. Definitely all the high traffic twice areas. A day yeah. With no animals. No animals. He would drown at our house. I remember my therapist asking me what we were talking about this. And he said, uh, that's a lot of vacuuming. And we're going through this. And he's like, I was trying to explain to him how important it is for me to do this vacuuming. And he said, well, what about your ceilings? I haven't heard you talking about your ceilings. I'm like, what? He goes, well, you don't vacuum your ceilings? What about my ceilings? (laughs) And and I went, oh, my God, my ceilings. And then I went, no, Danielle, you can't. And he goes, like, there you go. If you can leave the ceilings alone, you can leave the floors alone. But it is different because I like to walk in bare feet. I don't like to feel. If I feel a grain of sand under my feet, out comes the vacuum cleaner. I can't walk barefoot. It's so gross. Oh, I love it. Well, what is with, what do you find gross about it? Well, I live with animals. Oh. So there's always fur or sand or like it's just grit. Grit. Yeah. And, and I could feel it on like my clean foot and I'm like it's no longer clean now. So what's the fucking point? Would you ever step <laughs> have you ever stepped in a puddle of vomit? Oh, yeah. Like, many times. So like I wear socks and Crocs. Or I'll, I'll wear, like, just Crocs around the house. Indoor flip-flops. Yeah. So there was a period of time where I was trying to train myself 
to vacuum less. So I had indoor flip-flops so I wouldn't feel the grit on my feet so I could tolerate it better. But then the, that turned into another whole obsessive thing because it was like if my indoor flip-flops, if I ever forgot and wore them outside, now oh. they can't be indoor flip-flops anymore. And do then I started washing the bottoms of the indoor flip-flops and it was like, okay, Danielle, this is like you need to stop this yeah. is this yeah. is insanity. i had about bought, bought a pair for indoor then a pair for outdoors but then they kind of used them for both right yeah okay sometimes it's like you need to let the dog out or the dog is are you gonna get out on the step to get to the dog right leash or the whatever. dog is howling at the neighbors so you like go into the grass or the dirt just to get the dog bring them in so like you wore the wrong shoes yeah, yeah. your question was why are we talking about vacuums on our one-year anniversary? Yeah. And my answer is because my big Dyson, now that you know all my vacuum cleaners, my big Dyson, the Dyson I use for carpets, got clogged. So today, I brought it over to Kelly's Vacuum. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Graham, lovely gentleman that I met there at Kelly's Vacuum. This is the second time I've been in Kelly's vacuum for a clogged vacuum. We're giving a lot of shout outs today. I hope these are all sponsors that I don't know about. Not yet, but is it kind of like the thing that you guys did? Like you give it to them first and then they'll pay you for it? Maybe. Okay. These are the free samples, Pat. I love Kelly's vacuum because their vacuum showroom has a lot of commercial and industrial grade products that I don't generally get to see. So me going into Kelly's vacuum is like fucking Disneyland. I'm like, oh my God, look at this stuff. I want the one that goes on your back, like Ghostbusters. (laughs) And you just walk around, (laughs) like it's a thing. But this is the first time my husband came with me. The first time I went, I was by myself. And the second time I went, Paul, I made him go today because the the big Dyson is heavy for me. So I prefer him to lug around the vacuum because I'm a delicate princess. So in we go, and I can tell he's getting antsy, like he doesn't want to be in there. I'm like, do you want to wait in the car? He's like, well, there's nothing, there's nothing to do in here. There's nothing to look at. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is the greatest place ever. And he's like, oh my God, you're, you're crazy. So I got into a discussion with Graham about vacuum cleaners. Because I'm like, hey, you're the vacuum guy. What's your favorite vacuum? And there's a product that they sell at his store that he endorses called airstream never heard of it it's extremely well priced but he said it it's kind of like and this is not a knock on dyson i'm not saying it's a bad product but they're not there's something happened to them along the way i don't know something happened along the way and they did lie to me i bought the big dyson because it was advertised that you never needed to clean the filter or change the filter and he Graham was explaining to me today that's impossible and like, it's like look at all this dust and you need to take it all apart and clean it. It's like I don't fucking want to do that. Or if I have to do that, I want it to be as easy as possible, like the Bissell Cross Wave, right? And this Airstream product he showed me, that's what the filter is, like the Bissell, so it's easy to clean. And it's a bagged vacuum, which nobody wants, but he said it catches all the dust in the bag and you throw it in the garbage. With a bagless vacuum, there's dust all up in there, and the heaviest dust falls in the canister to empty, but there's shit all through it. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a thing. So it's like it's like those big, expensive, like all of our appliances have become over-engineered, so they don't wear as well as they used to, because it's not just yeah. mechanics anymore. It's all this, right? So it's like Dyson. It's the new bells and whistles. Exactly. It's overdone, which makes it harder to clean. And it's like we probably did like keep it as simple as possible. And the price point, this vacuum cleaner was $299, right? Which is not expensive. Did you buy one today? No, I didn't because buy that airflow. No, Paul was there. I'm gonna have to (laughs) go back. (laughs) No, I can't see the system I have, and I don't want anybody to fucking disrupt the system. So people out there listening to this who are judging my marriage. Go fuck yourself. We've been together for 30 years. It's working for us. Get off my back. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it is what it is. Today is November 30th. We're doing this recording. He cut off my Christmas shopping spending. Well, not just Christmas. He cut off my spending, I think, two days ago. So, no, I can't. I have to, like, this. it, it will take me. What I'll do is, like, 
maybe in a year's time i'll get one at the cottage try it out there see how yeah. like i mean obviously i'm gonna have to replace vacuum cleaners over time uh, yeah i'm saying next time i will check it out but i want to know because graham mm -hmm. said it's got amazing suction and i want to know i would like to to try it out because you know kenmore is a cheap canister vacuum and the suction is fucking horrible so is your, is your mealy miel is that bagged vacuum i don't have a miele oh no oh, i thought you said you did no i just i just was dropping it's one of the big brands but i do have a very good friend whose family always had miele they just happen to be italian but they felt like that was the greatest vacuum in the history so that's of what we have so we have the miele and it's a it's a bagged vacuum so we have to buy bags for it but it, the suction on it is really good see I think he might be right about the bagged vacuum, about the bags. We wanted to get rid of the bags. We were all hot to get rid of the bags, right? Yeah, because you have to buy bags. And right? you got to put them in and out. And it, yeah. But that's less work than cleaning the filters that are in the bagless vacuums. I think I might be ready to go back to bags. Yeah, it, I never you, thought I would say it. So I, I found ours on clearance at Canadian Tire, I think. I mean, it was still expensive. Oh, and they have those big sales, like 75% off at Canadian Tire. Yeah, it was still expensive, but it was like 50% off at the time anyways. But but like I've seen people, what are your, what's your thoughts on using a shop vac for your everything in the house? I I. I don't know why. I said to Paul today, when when I look at the price of these industrial vacuums and commercial vacuums that are in the showroom, that's what I was paying for my Dyson. Why don't I have an industrial strength vacuum cleaner? He said, I have no idea, but you don't need a vacuum cleaner right now. But I'm thinking like <laughs> the next sixth one. <laughs> it's like your fucking cats. <laughs> <laughs> my vacuum cleaners are my cats. I'm a crazy vacuum cleaner lady. Um, can we just get back to Canadian Tire for one quick sec? Yeah. Okay, shout out to Canadian Tire. No, don't shout out to Canadian Tire. You don't like Canadian Tire? Sometimes. Okay, well, first of all, now I don't like Canadian Tire is part of the larger conglomerate corporation or whatever, because I'm anti-corporation. But the original Canadian Tire, when they were independently owned franchises, okay, I love the smell of Canadian Tire. I love the aesthetic of Canadian Tire. I love... The, I know that I can get it cheaper at Walmart. I prefer being in a Canadian Tire store over a Walmart store. Yeah. And all of their um, food products. Oh, they're all named after Frank. Frank, Frank yeah. Fucking love Frank. Frank. Goes to the beach. I don't remember. Frank is all dressed up. All dressed up. For all oh, I chips. fucking yeah. love Frank. And I every time I go to Canadian Tire, I enjoy that. I, I think... The people that they focus group that to must have been exactly like they me. Knew. Yeah, I fucking love it. So, what has the vacuum cleaner have to do with this episode? We're recording today on November thirtieth, and my vacuum cleaner was clogged, and I went to Kelly's vacuum store. <laughs> okay, does that not make sense? Perfect, it's perfect. I just wanted to make sure. Never.